In a world where people are famous for doing nothing, we're here to discover the ordinary individuals who take giant leaps to do something extraordinary. Welcome to Moving Forward. Dr. Kelly LaFaro is a fourth-year surgical resident at Columbia Hospital. Prior to this, she was a surgical oncology research fellow at Johns Hopkins Hospital, where she specialized in pancreatic cancer research, a topic that she has spoken about at numerous conferences across the country. On top of everything else, Kelly is a super triathlete and an all-around superstar. Welcome, Kelly. How are you today? Great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule to join (laughs) us. I know I'm really excited to have you on the show, and I know our listeners are going to be really interested to learn more about you and your background. So I'm just going to just start out. Tell us a little bit about yourself and share a little of your career journey with our listeners. Sure. Um, My career journey is uh, still ongoing. I'll definitely say that. It started out um, in college, I knew I wanted to go into medicine and uh, did some research down at the National Cancer Institute, which only fed uh, that knowledge that I knew that that's what I wanted to go into. Um, I then uh, applied for medical school and went to Tulane, where I got my MD and MPH there, um, and then decided on a career in surgery, where I started at UC Irvine Medical Center and had a fantastic first three years there. Um, learned a lot, worked very hard, um, then started on a little bit of a research journey, took a little Mm. bit of a turn, moved out to, uh, Maryland where I started at, uh, Johns Hopkins as a surgical oncology research fellow in pancreatic cancer. Um, my boss at that time was in a little bit of a transition. He got asked to start up a pancreas center at Memorial Sloan Kettering and I was lucky enough to be able to go with him. Um, which was a incredible experience, kind of moving an entire lab and changing directions after only being somewhere for just under a year. Um, but it worked out well, and I was able to make connections in New York and actually decided to stay um, and uh, transition my residency to Columbia. So that's where I am right now. Oh, fantastic. Well, Kelly, as someone who is in such a demanding, busy profession, how do you get inspired each morning to conquer the day? Um, I actually think that I'm extremely lucky in that I absolutely love what I do. And it's not hard for me every day (laughs) to get inspired and wake up. Uh, The alarm goes off very, very early. (laughs) We'll say that. How early is early in your book? I usually wake up about four o'clock. Wow. Um, So that's a little bit hard. (laughs) I always (laughs) want to push the snooze button, but it's not possible. Um, But like I said, I do feel very lucky in the fact that as a surgery resident, um, I really, I truly get to help people every day and make a difference in not only my patients' lives, but their families' lives. And uh, for me, that kind of, that keeps me going. I know it's a little bit cliche, but it's, uh, it's an amazing thing. I feel very lucky to be able to do what I have always wanted to do. Well, that's fantastic. Well, do you have any particular routines or habits that you kick off the morning with? Uh, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, um, I'm somebody who gets ready pretty quickly in the morning. I kind of jump out of bed and uh, go to Starbucks on my way in. Uh, now I jump on the subway, so it's a, a super short commute. When I was doing research and had a little bit more time, I 
definitely made it a point to go to the gym every morning um, beforehand. I just feel that for me, at least exercise is kind of a great way to not only relieve stress, but also kind of get your day going. Absolutely. So Kelly, as you know, failures and setbacks can sometimes be part of the career or life journey. So I was wondering if you could share with our listeners a time where you had a failure or setback and share a lesson you learned about when it's the right time to pivot or shift course. Sure. Um, Actually, this is something that not a lot of people know, probably just my immediate family and a few very good friends. But when I first applied to medical school the year after college, I got waitlisted at four places and didn't actually um, get into any medical schools. Um, And for me, that's so hard to believe, (laughs) Kelly. Well, medicine's pretty hard to get into these days. Um, This forced me really to take a step back and, and, decide if medicine is what I truly wanted to go into, if I wanted to kind of dive head in and do everything I absolutely needed to in order to get into medical school or change directions. Mm. Um, at that point, I was doing a little bit of, of research in New York um, at Memorial Sloan Kettering, and I had a great mentor and uh, ultimately decided that this is really the only thing that I wanted to do. Um, and so I kind of dove headfirst in, took a few more classes, um, did a little bit more research and applied again and was lucky enough to uh, have multiple choices um, the second time on uh, where to go. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Kelly. And moving forward, listeners, that's a lesson that I think a lot of you can take from that story is that Kelly is a very accomplished doctor and has done so much in the field of medicine. And if she had just given up that first time around, that would have been a true loss to the profession that she has devoted her life and career to. So don't let that first big setback or failure hold you back. And I think it's great that you were able to take the time to really determine, is this something I really want to do? And then at the end of the day, you decided, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. And you took the steps so that the next time around, you had not only gotten into medical school, but you had several great options to choose from. So I think that's a fantastic story. Great. Thanks so much. I think it really truly is important and and no matter what it is that you're doing that you kind of take that step back and you you decide is this really ultimately what's going to make me happy and then and then you put the effort and you put the time in and and you do it because if you turn back 30 years later and you're just kind of going through the motions it's it's not worth it. Absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, I couldn't have said that better myself. Kelly, we're going to move into something that I call the Knowledge Burst Session, where our guests share three game-changing tips and resources so that our listeners can start moving forward today. So, Kelly, I'd like you to pick one. Has there been a particular movie, book, song, or it could be a cultural experience, a travel abroad experience that inspired you to move forward? Sure. Um, as a surgery resident now, I don't actually have a lot of time to read. Um, but one book that really, truly did inspire me, I think I read it for the first time in college, was a book called Dr. Folkman's War, which, mm. again, is a little bit nerdy. It's about medicine, but it's by Robert Cook, and it's a great book. It's about a, a physician and surgeon, um, Dr. Judah Folkman. And the big thing about uh, this book that really struck me was that he was – a um, just amazingly intelligent uh, researcher as well as physician. And he was very observant and had come to the conclusion that 
cancer cells needed blood vessels around them to really grow. And this is something that's called angiogenesis, where cancer cells kind of recruit blood vessels to the area to help feed the tumors themselves. Um, He observed this and was really able to study it in depth in his lab and came up with all of these fantastic conclusions and which ultimately pharmaceutical companies could use to try and combat different types of cancer um, and to slow the growth of tumors. And the thing that struck me about this book was that his ideas were really just completely disregarded for the first about 15 years of his research. And some people thought he was crazy and and that there was no way that this was possible. And he he was really persistent. Ultimately, um, was able to his ideas became accepted as and fa- as uh, as fact. And a lot of research has really stemmed from that. And a lot of different treatments uh, for cancer have come out of it. And for me, it was just kind of along the same lines of of reapplying for medical school, but just that he really stuck to his, his beliefs and his ideas and, and was able to kind of prove to everybody else that it was a viable theory. Oh, fantastic. Well, Kelly, share a daily practice or habit for prioritizing and managing your time. I think for me, honestly, having a very reliable and up-to-date calendar <laughs> is the best. Um, the thing that helps me out the most. Um, I kind of have a routine that I go through every day and it's, it's, you know, somewhat, um, monotonous in the fact that it's the same. I kind of go through the same motions. Um, you know, I get up the same time. I round on my patients in the morning. I have the same preparation for the operating room, um, every day. And I'm lucky in the sense that every operation I do is very different and that allows for a lot of uh, variability and my schedule. But to me, honestly, I think a calendar that is very up to date and is, uh, is the best thing that I could ever have. Are you a paper calendar or are you more of the electronic virtual calendar? I love the paper calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but uh, I've, I've converted to, uh, the electronic one now. Just Begrudgingly, where was that, uh, was that by choice? Uh, you know, I did it by choice. It's kind of nice to always have it on you. Um, and it's nice and easy to have on the phone. So I did, I did swap over, but I I miss my paper calendars. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kelly, I'd like you to share with our listeners, do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity hack that's been a real game changer for you? Sure. I think this kind of goes along with um, my last answer and that a great calendar is something that always helps me out. There is an app um, that I have been using recently called Cozy. Um, I think it's K-O-Z-I. Basically, it is a uh, family organizational app. And it has allows you to have different people's calendars, and then anything from grocery lists to you know to do lists, all just in one place. And it has reminders. And for me, it just allows me to kind of keep everything in one place and and uh, keep my life in a little bit of order as much as possible. <laughs> well, thank you. Those are fantastic knowledge bursts, and I'm sure that our listeners will get a lot out of those. So thank you so much for sharing those, Kelly. Of course. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Kelly, 
We have listeners from all backgrounds, all walks of life, all over the world, some of whom are struggling to figure out what their life's purpose is or to find their passion. So what is the one thing that Moving Forward listeners can start doing today to bring them closer to their career or life's passion? I think, honestly, um, the one thing that I would say is that you really need to take the time and figure out what your true passion is. Mm. And once you figure out what that is, is thinking of ways to kind of intertwine that into your everyday life, either to make a career out of it, um, if it's not able to make a career out of it, at least have it as a hobby. But I think it really, you really do need to kind of set aside that time and really evaluate yourself and, and what your true passion is. Oh, I love that. And I think it really does start with making space for that discovery period to find what it is that lights you up, that ignites that passion inside of you, and then devoting that. And I love I love that practice of just making it an integral part of your day. It may not end up being your career, but it really needs to be, you need to figure out where it will fit into your life. And I think that's really critical. So I think it really starts with making that space. Yeah, I agree. Making time and and. I think you are a great example of it, actually, oh, <laughs> kind of after spending a lot of time with you. And I lived in in Bethesda, you know, watching you kind of caught you. I feel like you always kind of are constantly reevaluating and whether or not you're happy with what you're doing and what you truly want to do. And and you've been so success, successful about making that you know, turning that into uh, career options. But I think that that's kind of really should be the ultimate goal is to to truly find out what you're passionate about and, and make it make it work. Well, likewise, you're a fantastic example of that as well, Kelly. Kelly, what is next for you? Sure. I have um, a year and a half left of surgery residency, <laughs> which will be a very busy time, but also very rewarding. And I'm actually in the process currently of applying for um, clinical surgical oncology fellowships. Um, so I will be starting that in uh, 2017. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. Much success to you. Thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. Well, one last question. If our sure. listeners want to connect with you, uh, what is the best way that they can make that connection? Sure. I, I would say probably email is the best way uh, to get in touch with me. K Lafaro. So it's L-A-F like Frank, A-R-O at gmail.com. And we'll have that posted on our website. Kelly, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to join me today. I know that I learned a lot about you and I know that our listeners are really going to get inspired by your story. So thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, for more information on Kelly and all of our extraordinary guests, Check us out at bemovingforward.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. This is John Lim with Moving Forward, and we'll be back with a new episode next week. Now it's time for you to move forward and discover the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.